welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Doughty. Let's get to some real talk. This is Peter Hernandez, and this is the Friday Morning Drive. This is the call that started it all, and I'm so excited. I've been working for a long time to have Laura Doughty on my call, and um let me just tell you a little bit about her. She's a billion dollar real estate broker, coach, wellness warrior. And I love the wellness warrior part that we share in common as well as our love for real estate. She's been on tons of like million dollar listing, NBC, Fox, Forbes, CBS, Chicago Tribune, Angelino, ABC, very, very published. She grew up in a real estate family. She worked for her dad. That's another commonality we have. We both, we both did that in our, in our real estate careers. She founded Monarch Real Estate Concierge in 2008. As CEO and broker, she managed over 6 billion transactions. She's worked with people like Barbara Corcoran, Brian France of NASCAR, Bernard Arnault of LVMHH. And she's fortunate to say, I love what I do. She also runs marathons and she lives in my hometown, Malibu. Laura, welcome. And thank you for finally agreeing to be on our, uh, on our thank Zoom. Thank you, Peter. Um, you guys... My opportunity to be on here is such a blessing and uh, I owe it to the fact that uh, Peter is such uh, just, I mean, we all know he's a great guy, but uh, he just opened his heart and his arms to me. And it's actually been two years ago that I sat with you and Steven, Peter. So uh, very cool that uh, to this day, we're still connected. So I'm very grateful and very appreciative. So um, if you pick up on an accent, y'all, it's because I'm actually from Kentucky. I've been out here since 2001. So uh, another thing too, that this conversation that we're going to have today, that which is what I'd love for it to be, um, instead of me just yammering for a long time, is uh, I'll go through it pretty fast and Barbara Corcoran, my mentor, told me the first time she met me as a New Yorker, I've never heard anybody talk as fast as you do. <laughs> so um, if I talk too fast, just in the chat, go slow it down, sister. Um, so, but I do have a lot of content to get through. Uh, and I love football. Um, and I think the timing of this conversation is perfect because Peter messaged me back in December didn't even think about the Super Bowl, but today's conversation is, are you ready for the big game? So I am going to share my slides. So I don't have to look at myself. There we go. So uh, literally, I just thought it would be fun to take this opportunity to compare uh, a game like what's happening on Sunday to our real estate. And um, before I get to that, as Peter kind of already introduced me, as you can see, every Monday I do a Million Dollar Monday uh, market update, and I just did one this past Monday, and that is my ridiculous cover for it. So um, I have no problem making fun of myself, but uh, I've been a realtor since 97, and I've coached lots and lots of agents, and I love it. And part of the reason I do that is I grew up with my mom, who's a school teacher. My dad owned five businesses, so I have entrepreneurship deeply woven into my um, DNA. And I feel like each of us who have gotten to a level of success, uh, it is our responsibility, each one, teach one. So that's kind of why I do these. 
um, and as he said, marathon runner. And I just lost my uh, dog of 12 years. I had two dogs um, that I had adopted, but I'm now fostering one. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But again, part of the reason I did this is because I'm from the South and I love football, which it was 12 months out of the year, but hey, it's not. <laughs> this guy, if you don't know who he is, and for those of you that are like, oh God, this is about football. Um, it's okay. Don't worry. Um, there will only be a few uh, correlations, but I just, this is kind of the framework, but it is important uh, if you don't know what's happening on Sunday, it is the Super Bowl, the biggest game of the entire year uh, for the two teams that have made it to the end. And Vince Lombardi, this man pictured here, is uh, who the trophy that is handed out and for the 55th year will be handed out. So I wanted for you to hear from him. It's just a quick two-minute little video here um, that I feel is the message is very important. The only difference between you and I is I've thought about these things a little bit more than you have. It's my intention this evening to hold up for you a mirror. A mirror that you can look into and examine for yourself the breadth and the depth of your goals and the commitment and the discipline and the perseverance you bring to the pursuit of those goals. It's my intention this evening to create within you a little dissonance, a little disharmony, a little dissatisfaction, which is the essence of motivation. So for the balance of the evening, you, be, you begin to ask yourself some hard questions. And maybe you'll be satisfied with the answers, and maybe you won't. I'm not going to tell you anything you don't already know. Just talk to maybe present it to you a little differently, perhaps in a manner that you haven't seen or heard before. Now you may sit there and say, well, Vince, nothing new. Come on. Not the same old, same old. Not the same old motivational stuff where every time we come to a meeting like this. Well, let me ask you a question. How many diets does it take to get down to weight you'd like to be at? Just one, the one you stick with. How many times you have to reorganize your office, your desk, your approach to your business, your profession, your career, before you begin to see some of the results you'd like to see? Just one, the one you commit to and stick with. And how many personal growth programs do you have to take on before you begin to see some of the changes in your personal life you'd like to see? Just one. The one you commit to and discipline yourself to stick with. Dang. <laughs> Don't I'm you love it? Charge. He is so good. He's the best. He, I just, I could watch him over. I started... Live Excellence, seven years ago, uh, my quote is him, it's about perfection isn't attainable, but um, striving for excellence is. So, um, and I love his quote here. I love that he says, dissonance, disharmony, and dissatisfaction. So, <laughs> and that's probably because my coaching students are like, yeah, you create a little disharmony in me. So, um, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, let's get, yeah. let's get right down to it. Yep. Yeah. 
So literally that's what um, we're gonna go over here. These are what I feel like are the lessons from football. And that's why I, I wanna you know, make sure that you guys understand that it's not all about football. But for those of you that don't know, there's four quarters and a half time. <laughs> And uh, these are the four areas that I'm going to go over. And I know, Peter, tell me if I'm correct. This is typically 30 minutes and we're already 10 minutes in, correct? Well, if we run a little over, if we have everybody's permission, we can do it. Okay, cool. So I, again, will run through this because I really would love people's feedback, et cetera. um, And just feel, honestly, just open up your mic and comment. I'm totally cool with that. Um, But the first quarter... Um, and what I call the foundational piece, you know, uh, uh, for us as realtors, it's all about um, building a, our own house for ourselves. And that house is your business. Um, and it starts with the foundation. And that foundation is your cornerstone. It's the strongest piece. It's what holds up the rest of the house is built on. So uh, you have to start with your foundation. And the next part is setting your standards. And of course, <clears throat> all of you are with Douglas Element. So your standards are already high, which is fantastic. And then we all need a half time to look at things, to reassess, to see where we need to go. Um, third quarter um, is about preparing to win. And the fourth quarter is a, all about never stop adapting. And part of that you guys talked about um, on your Wednesday call. Um, so I'm going to reference that here. But starting your foundation is about your systems and your culture. I'm a massive operations person. I uh, call myself the introverted extrovert. So clearly I can enjoy doing this and come with full energy, but I love the behind the scenes. Uh, To me, it is what keeps us on the track. And what are your systems like? How do you go from A to Z with a listing client, with a buyer? Um, Do you have all of those things written down? Do you have an operations manual? That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about foundation and what your systems are. And that those systems will help create your culture. And maybe I am talking a little bit basic for some people. I've been in the business, you know, like with Peter and some of the others for over 20 years, over 25 years. And um, I still look at my systems. I still look at, you know, what kind of culture do I want to create? So, Um, And that is also built on your why. Uh, For me, my why has changed over the decades. Uh, When I started at Harry Norman in 1997 in Atlanta, my why was totally different then than it is today. So, but if you don't constantly check in with that, then it it just kind of, you start to lose um, your ground with that. And your why will also help to, direct you towards your who. And because I'm in, you know, on one side of the business, on the coaching side of the business, what we call it our avatar, who is our perfect avatar. And sometimes I really loathe those kind of cliche, like slogans, but it, it is a perfect way of explaining, you know, who's your perfect client. If you're in the mid million dollar price range right now and you want to move up to the next level, what does that person look like? So start to, you know, vision board, um, those types of things, write it down in detail. And it truly, truly will help uh, you establish a very solid foundation. And then what I always love to say, because life throws us curveballs all the time, is dare to rebuild. And I have rebuilt, and I know, I mean, look at Peter. I mean, 
holy cannoli, like amazing. So it's just one on top of the other. It's just a continual layer. But again, if you don't check in every year at, and look at these things, then your foundation doesn't have the strength um, that it absolutely could have. So setting high standards. What, let me, you know, let me back up a little bit. Anybody have, um, so that I'm not just like running through this, any feedback from y'all on any of that? What are your, like, how did you set up your foundation? I love, I love the two things. I love the why getting to the who, you know, and, 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 and the who, you know, we haven't talked about that before. So thank you for bringing that up. But when you write down who your avatar is or who your ideal client is, you know, even who you want to be, you know, I mean, all of that on paper, clear you won't believe how things start showing up. It's really amazing. And you so wrote true. Dare to Rebuild. I, 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 I use the word reinvent. And yeah. every year, I'm constantly trying to reinvent myself. Every year. It. And I think you have, to, you, have to, you have to constantly want to improve. Totally. You know, I, it's just like some of the houses built in, you know, the 60s, you know, whatever, 50s. It's, it's that, that, it's not necessarily a complete rebuild. Maybe you're doing a remodel. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. So for setting high standards, this is partly why I started out with Vince Lombardi. And um, clearly he, his standards were exceptionally high. And I had to learn the hard way uh, not to lower my standards. And what I've realized over time is that when your standards are higher than most of the people that are around you, and I can tell you that even being with Douglas Elliman, you're a rare breed and clearly you guys would not be consistently being as successful as you are if you didn't exemplify them. My, my point is, is that when you're around other agents, kind of like the conversation you guys were just having um, on your, your call prior to this is that sometimes you get in those situations where you have to stay, you know, it's always like take the high road or, you know, whatever the saying is. Um, so my thing is, is that I just want to give everybody here permission that you don't have to apologize for being exceptional. Um, yes, we can be kind. Yes, we can be patient and give some grace. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is that standards create value. And a lot of people don't realize that. I can tell you, I was one of them. Um, I always, again, growing up in the South, thought that, oh, you know, like you just have to make everybody happy. Oh, good Lord. Um, no, um, not everybody's going to be happy. And Louis Vuitton and Rolls Royce, you know, those entities did not get to where they are by apologizing for their standards. So um, I hope I can give you guys permission to um, really decide what are your standards and how you operate your business. Um, how do you treat your client? What do you do drift different? What kind of experience? Because at the end of the day, y'all, the thing that everybody remembers more than anything is their experience. Um, I come from a spa background. I, one of the other businesses like my dad <laughs> that I did. And one of our most heightened senses is our sense of smell. Um, hence the reason we have candles. So um, it, it is creating that experience, setting a standard um, and an experiment for them that um, they wouldn't normally have with, say, another agent. And I know that um, in one of your calls, y'all talked about, um, and I'm sorry if I don't remember who it was, you talked about providing your resume. And I'm like, yes, love that. 
um, in your listing presentation, that is setting a high standard. That's so, it just, it's totally sets y'all apart um, and you as an individual. So, all well, right. You made me think of something. Once you set a high standard for your service levels that you're going to be providing to your client, then you can then you can also set high standards around the kind of clients you want to work with and the kind of properties you want to re represent and and what you're willing to do it for in other words your fee oh yeah and that's all about having no power and being able to say no when your standards are being broken you see a standard is only as high as what you're willing to accept and every time you break from your standard and you accept something less you've lowered your standard so true and, and I love the part that where you brought up commission. Um, and we always started with high, <laughs> really high, um, probably higher than most people would be like, what? But we would provide a presentation with what all was involved with that. So, I mean, we all do that, but literally like from a visceral standpoint of giving them an experience of what it really meant to be able to have that level of representation. So a thousand percent do not get caught in that brain thought of you have to be at, you know, six or 7%. Honestly, it's all about what you know you're bringing to the table that nobody else can do for that client. So absolutely, Peter, I totally love that. Halftime. Y'all, we all need a halftime. Um, while most of us on Sunday are going to be watching the weekend and all the money that he spent <laughs> in preparing for the halftime, and it's going to be amazing. What's going on behind the scenes with the two teams is they're checking in. If they're scoring, you know, the winning score at the moment, um, they're going to refocus and look at, you know, how can they tighten down and get better? Um, if they're, you know, for example, for you, if you're not at your goal um, for the week, for the month, for the quarter, for the year, it's halftime for you. It's it's time to not get complacent. It's time to really address the small things. And some of those small things go back to um, your foundation. What, how do you, you know, are there systems in place that um, need to be tweaked? And one of the things I learned um, working for Estee Lauder and Aveda Corporation is, um, it's 96% systems and 4% people. When you've got an issue that you're looking at, uh, it's really about the systems. So um, halftime can be not only in the middle of a football game or a bas basketball game, it can be in the middle of the day. It can be at three o'clock. It could be at a time when you feel like you need a break. And I know that you guys talk about, um, you know, meditating and, and all of those amazing things. So how do you fit that halftime into your day? And the last part that I want to tag on here is to focus on your strengths um, and fill in. And I know you guys, again, that's why I <laughs> showed the video on the video. I'm probably not telling you anything you haven't already heard, um, but not in the framework of a football. So um, if you're, you know, the areas that you're weak in, fill in with other people. And I know in the beginning, when you start out, maybe financially, it's a little bit tougher, um, but there are tons of virtual, you know, that's one of the blessings to me of COVID is uh, the, the virtuality of our business now. Um, there are plenty of people that can help you. So uh, just focus on your strengths and continue moving forward and reassess. All right, we're almost to the home stretch here. 
uh, preparing to win. And this is the doing the things that you don't want to do um, when you don't want to do them. And <laughs> with my coaching clients, it's like, let me see your schedule. Let me see your schedule because I don't need you to tell me what you're going to do. Just show me what you're going to do and or what you are doing and what you have accomplished. So, um, you know, again, in the coaching business, it's like your schedule is how much money, like if you show me your schedule, I'll show you how much your bank account. It's, it's a silly line, but it, it is truly the truth and preparing to win because just like what you guys just did, literally you were going over the basics, the, 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 the minutia Peter's comment <laughs> money is in the mundane. Um, and that absolutely is what has to happen every day, um, every week, every month, every quarter, every year. And from a brokerage standpoint, I have some problems sometimes <laughs> with agents that don't know their contracts. Yes, we can have TCs. Uh, yes, we can have assistants. Uh, but our job that we are licensed to do is to, to be able to communicate um, this legal contract that they are going through. It is the one of the top five most important transactions that all of us are honored and blessed to be a part of in these people's lives. And that is, you know, you have a baby, you buy a house, you get married, y'all, that's a big deal. And I think sometimes we're so busy to get um, to the next prospect, to the next contract that we forget, um, not consciously, but sometimes, you know, we don't realize the importance of what we bring to the table. And I know that um, on your Wednesday call, y'all talked about unconsciously competent. And to me, that's just confidence. And confidence absolutely wins the game 90% of the time. Go in, not with, I mean, even with the fake it till you make it, sometimes you can actually win the game. Um, I faked it till I made it till I met Barbara Corcoran and I won the game with that. So um, practice, practice, practice. Um, I loved the, um, like I said, the uh, unconsciously competent. Um, my nephews have been playing uh, football since they were four and five. And one went on to play college football on a scholarship. And it absolutely is those basic things that they learned um, at a very young age and continued to practice over and over and over again. But the contracts are, are, are really the, the definer of professionalism. And then when you can take the contracts and use them to your advantage, like Greg Kuchin did the other day, you know, on his getting, turning a uh, for sale by owner into a, uh, into a listing appointment was amazing, right? So when you understand the contracts and you really study them, then you can start applying them in your, even in your sales, because you can say, Hey, when I'm your agent, I can do these things. When I'm not your agent, I can't. And then you get real clear about it. So I, I love that. It's my favorite part. I mean, I don't know, like maybe I was supposed to be a lawyer, but <laughs> I love the contractual piece of this. Yeah. I mean, California is literally one of the most litigious, um, you know, from our contracts and everything, but I'm grateful. I mean, literally I have agents that'll say things to me about the PED form. It's like, oh my God, I have to do another PED. And I'm like, how about, oh my God, thank you. I actually get to work. Thank you. I'll sign that PED a thousand times over. So it's just perspective. 
All right, y'all, we're almost done. Yay. Um, never stop adapting. Again, I think this goes back to your call on Wednesday, the unconsciously competent. My thing is always be observing. And uh, when I walk into a room, when I walk into a situation, before I even open my mouth other than to say hi, hello, whatever, um, I am observing. I'm observing um, know, you know who you're in the room with. Again, like you guys talked about on Wednesday, if you're not growing, then you literally are dying. So if you're at that top level and you're, you're being successful and you're not um, learning new skills, you're not um, finding new ways to get better um, at what you do. Hello, Tom Brady, my God. I'm 54 years old, y'all, and I am still on video every week, um, just like Peter. It, it's just like you have to continue to show up, no excuses, and just adapt. Um, we closed our office a year in Malibu, a year before COVID hit, because why? I was the only one showing up in the office, and it just did not make sense. So uh, now this is our new life. You know, yeah, we can come into the office. We can meet a little bit more now that we've been open, but um, always be adapting, always be observing, always be learning. Adaptation is truly 